and welcome to this episode of Cargo Facts Connect, a podcast of Cargo Facts, the newsletter of record for the air cargo and freighter aircraft industries for over 40 years. I'm your host, Andrew Kreider, Associate Editor of Cargo Facts. And I'm your co-host, Robert Luke, Associate Editor at Cargo Facts. And I'm Jeff Lee, Editor of Cargo Facts. I want to begin with breaking news that appears to have just crossed the wire. Global X has received U.S. Department of Transportation authorization, increasing its fleet to 11 aircraft and paving the way to add two A321 freighters. This is all per a uh, social media post uh, posted by Global Crossing uh, just an hour ago. Um, we might have more news on this later, but I want to turn now to Jeff Lee, who you bring some news a little bit down in the southern parts of our fine continent in South America. I was going to say, be careful uh, what you refer to. Um, could be down under, but in Brazil, <laughs> um, Amazon um, said it, that it's partnering with Brazilian carrier Azul to basically increase capacity uh, for the northern part of Brazil. Um, and Azul will be carrying Amazon packages um, to happy, hopefully happy customers. We did try to reach out to Amazon and Azul because um, what we don't know is whether Azul is going to be using its two freighters um, or its modified Embraer E195s or just uh, passenger bellies or a combination of all those. Um, but it is interesting and I on the topic of Azul, um, they do have 2737-400s, um, but we do know that they have a plan to remove these two Boeings um, in the next one or two or three years. And as we reported um, earlier this year or last year, uh, they do plan to um, basically harmonize the entire fleet um, around Airbuses, um, because on the passenger side, they have a mostly an Airbus fleet. Um, and so they do intend to get A321 freighters. Those are the oddball, you know, the, the only Boeings in their fleet. So it makes sense that in the long run, they do want to migrate towards Airbuses um, and ATRs and Embraers. But, um, you know, when it comes to the, the larger jets, um, these two are the only Boeing aircraft in the fleet. And we know they've had not issues, but just it's it's challenging when you only have two um, of one type. And it's interesting you brought that up because, you know, prior to me joining the wonderful Cargo Facts team I'm a part of, I was doing some research. And, and when I saw Azul actually doing the Embraer program all on their own initiative in dollar, I, the first thing that came to mind was, you know, them being able to play a significant role for Amazon, not because of them doing the Embraer program, but because their presence is, you know, already regionally recognized throughout the continent and they already have accessible route structures in place to accommodate such a large uh, logistics supplier as Amazon. So it's very interesting that, that this is now coming full circle. Um, and in, in addition to that, they also, you know, uh, work with Mercado Libre and deliver e-commerce for them with their passenger aircraft into Brazil as well. So now they're getting two uh, logistical supplying e-commerce giants that they'll be uh, contracting for in the region. So this is definitely groundbreaking news right here. Right. I think they already um, have been flying for Mercado Libre. And I think um, when I asked them um, last time, they said that they were using 
the I think they were using those modified um, Embraers instead of the the actual 737 freighters. Um, wow. So yeah, which is why I was interested to see whether whether they were using the the 737s for Amazon, but um, we haven't heard back yet. But then this this does bring us to um, the broader topic of e-commerce and freighters in uh, South America, doesn't it? It definitely does. And if you're looking at all of the action that's taken place, uh, you know, we recently reported Mercado Libre also teamed up with Goal and they uh, took some 737-800s under contract with them to deliver e-commerce. And you're really seeing an, uh, a, a tremendous surge in the region for this type of uh, express shipping and e-commerce delivery. And I think it's definitely going to um, aid the growth of the air cargo capacity down there, because if you look at during COVID, you know, when there was a capacity shortage, there was really, really hardly any type of services being provided down there. It was just as if it was bare empty and a lot of produce and, and shipments were being left on the docks because there wasn't any, any lift capacity to move it. So, um, Kudos to all the South American uh, operators and carriers and logistical freight forwarders and companies for coming together uh, to ensure that this never happens again. So um, I'm looking forward to see the continued activity and how it all will develop overall in the future. Moving on regionally, I wanted to touch on um, developments more for Southeast Asia, specifically in Australia. Uh, Australian-based cargo logistics company Wiseway Group has decided to enter the freighter airline industry starting Wiseway Cargo Airlines. Uh, they're doing this by buying a 51% stake share in the Philippines-based uh, Southeast Asian Airlines, or Sea Air. Um, they're going to start operations with the 737-800 uh, freighter, which will be what we believe might be the first to be operated uh, in Australia, which will be home to two other uh, 737 classics operated by a couple of airlines there. That story is posted up on cargofax.com, but um, that, that slays back to, to you, Rob, because that wasn't the only Boeing freighter uh, updates from Asia this week, wasn't it? You're absolutely right, Andrew. I mean, Boeing has been uh, really, really hot down in the uh, South Asian, Southeast Asian uh, region right now, and especially uh, with them getting another two more 737-800 BCFs with Asia Cargo Network for its Indonesian subsidiary Asia Cargo Airlines. But heading a little bit further up north uh, in China, Boeing actually struck a uh, memorandum of understanding with a unknown Chinese lesser at the time uh, that they're going to also uh, acquire some 737-800 BCFs. So, uh, you know, despite all of the uh, reporting of slowdowns and, you know, uh, inflation causing demand to kind of come to a halt, we're really seeing a lot of uh, continued demands, particularly with the Boeing equipment, uh, as uh, we transition back to the United States, where AirSail also announced that it will exercise options on 4757-200 PCS with uh, Precision Aircraft Solutions that they placed in January, plus they're getting an additional two more to go with that. So if my numbers are correct, Jeff, and I know you will let me know if, they're, if they are or aren't, uh, this will bring them to a total of uh, 18 conversion orders that they now have for the 757, which I am really, really a fan of because I love that airplane. I remember when I flew on it as a kid, and till this day, I am convinced that they're this aircraft is second to none, and I'm glad that there's still a strong demand for its presence in the freighter market so that it can extend its uh, useful life here in operations. Uh, but that's pretty much what we've got going on from the Boeing side of things that I'm, that I'm aware of for the week. Uh, Jeff, what are your thoughts? 
Uh, I was going to say Andrew recently flew on uh, 757 and he enjoyed it too, didn't, didn't you? <laughs> oh, it's powerful, man. Uh, I, I, I got a lot of love for uh, the, the needle. I want to thank uh, Delta for uh, giving me the opportunity to fly on their 757 um, by giving me the opportunity just operating the 75 on their route from Richmond um, to uh, Atlanta for our connection to San Diego to go to CFS. Um, but I, <laughs> I mean, unknown Chinese lesson. That's a that was a big story. And my band name uh, will be playing at the Camel tonight at 7 p.m. Tickets go on sale at the door. Um, I want to end this week um, with a quick update on developments in the drone industry. X-wing was uh, shared news that they're pl- on track to receive certification in January in 2023 in outrigging their fleet of 35 Cessna 208 caravans with uh, two sensors. These sensors will are going to be going under the, the wings, near the wing struts, um, and they'll have uh, LIDAR data and visual and optical um, se- se- sensors on these pods to give these aircraft the ability to, uh, to see and uh, operate autonomously. The integration of these sensors are planned, as I said, for mid-2023. And uh, we just this morning have gone over onto potentially a new uh, aircraft type, a drone type, where we saw a Cessna 206 delivering turkeys to a rural town in Mississippi just this morning. We're putting out some feelers now. We hope to have more coverage on this on our website later. But unless anything, anyone else has anything else. Uh, well, speaking of the- turkeys, I mean, we uh, won't have our podcast next Friday. So we have to wish Happy everybody. Happy Turkey Day. Uh, yeah. Gobble, gobble. <laughs> Happy Thanksgiving to all those who celebrate. Uh, that's all the time we have for today. For those of you listening, thank you for tuning in to this episode of Cargo Facts Connect. For, for more multimedia con- coverage like this, search Cargo Facts Connect on iTunes and Spotify and search cargofacts.com. Thank you very much for joining us. <laughs>